This podcast is brought to you by the Lehman Alternative Community School in Ithaca, New York. LACS, everything a school should be. Uh, to support LACS, go to Ithaca and pay taxes on property. Thank you for listening to Down by the River. My name is Terrence Hartnett. I'll be your host. We got some more New York, New York stuff, New York series. Uh, Jordan Jensen's a very funny New York comedian. Uh, friends of friends, friend of the pod. Um, I met her through comedy, but uh, she's really good friends with Michael Rowland, past comedy guest. So I kind of see Jordan as like a friend-in-law. We've got uh, a very good friend in common in Mike. And what was even crazier was that I found out on a po- because of a podcast that Jordan was on, I was listening to, that Jordan had gone to the Lehman Alternative Community School in Ithaca, New York, which is where I did my student teaching. And this school is very special. It has a regents exemption. It has um, a lot of, it's publicly funded. You know, it's not a charter school or a private school. Um, so they are able to do kind of whatever they want. Um, and they're a public school. So they have, they have kind of free reign over, they don't have to worry about standardized tests or con- the, whatever content guidelines, what do they call it? you know, standards, standards that the state gives for what you're supposed to do at school. Uh, so the result is kind of a very, like a beautiful utopian school. And I went there very much on purpose to do my student teaching because I'd heard about this interesting school. And so basically this whole podcast is her and I gushing and sharing experiences about this one particular school. Um, if you want to Google it, it's L-E-H-M-A-N alternative community school in Ithaca, New York. They got like beautiful murals on the walls. It's just an amazing situation. I wish there was more opportunities for LACS type schools in our uh, education system, which if you haven't heard, um, is broken. Uh, Someone broke the education system and we gotta fix it, I guess, Um, or leave it, I don't know. So the state of education right now is it's being privatized and stripped down to charter schools etc. And that's that the whole, that whole thing is disguised as school choice. They go, we should choose schools. And then they choose between these charter schools, which are all funded by corporations who have their own agenda. And also they're trying to make a profit on education. So they're trying to take your tax money and give less education for that money and take the profit home as a corporation or whatever other sleazy things corporations do. Corporations, boo. Anyway, so um, sorry I missed last week's episode. I am in New York and things are busy here, but I'm leaving soon. I've got a few more New York episodes to share with you and then I'll be back out on the road. So thank you for listening. Enjoy my conversation with Jordan Jensen. Take it away, Steve. A belay, so you have these oh. crimps that open like this. You you squeeze them together like that, and then you stick them in the crack, and then you let go, and it opens. But if you fall from that one, you have however much time to fall from the last one you put in. Jesus. So you have to put them in every few feet, um, and then the I think what happens is, so you try to climb up. Yeah, and then on the person behind you pulls all of yours out, or maybe you go back and pull. I don't know, but it's very cool. And you, and you have like a utility belt. Okay, your partners. I would prefer the other way where there's already um, yes. pinions in the wall, and you're you just loop it, or you clip something on there, and then you're safe 
to go to the next one. That's cool. That's also trad, I think. Okay. Because belay is when you have somebody throw down a rope from the top and they basically are holding your weight the entire time. And that's even better. That's great. That's, that's great. A, that's ideal. That's exactly where I, I like to start. Um, I think she's told me that at the top of the Tetons, uh, it's climb. It's the Grand Tetons are in uh, Wyoming or Montana. I think it's Montana. Ugh. Okay. And uh, I'm such a fraud. I've been there. I was there last summer. Going back, I'm bad, I'm bad with geography. I think they're very beautiful places, but I just don't remember where they are. Yeah, that's okay. I know. And the Google Maps has fucked us. You know what? Okay. Side note: This is a different rant I'm on right okay. now. Is like, who cares what? Who, if you know what directions are, we all have the same app on our phone. Now, if you know directions really well, it's like you're wasting brain space. You know what I mean? Like all our uncles and dads who know the exact way to get to like Florida. It's attractive. It's a way of it's a way of procuring a mate, which is all that matters. <laughs> like if I come out of a subway with a guy and he looks right down at his phone, I don't want to have sex with him. But if I <laughs> if I come out of the subway and he's like, it's this way, three blocks, and then that way, I'm like immediately aroused. Oh god. Like this guy who captains a sh a, a boat for my with my friend, they just both this couple have nautical awareness because of being on the boat so they're just like that's north we have to go this and it's directions. so hot it's yeah. the hottest thing i've ever seen it's very so hot it's antiquated it's antiquated though like it's you not said, it's antiquated. just for yes it is it's it's useless that's my point you think it's useless it's now it's been rendered what about when your phone dies yeah exactly it's good for that which one happens. scenario it happens once in a while if when we get the data chip in our heads which will happen then it's useless when then it, it'll be when the equivalent useless. of a phone dying is us dying then it's useless now it's only 95 percent useless yeah 95 percent useless Okay, so with that, the Tetons, oh, it's easy to climb to the top of the Tetons. It's not a hard climb, but you can't hike all the way to the top of these mountains. You need to climb the last bit. And I guess it's, a, it's not a bad slope or whatever. Yeah. It's not like a, it's not a uh, level five or whatever the one that's like straight level up and down. Five, yeah. It is five, isn't it? Yeah. There you go. She dated a rock climber, so. Oh, the one that got no, away. No, <laughs> He climbed away. He climbed away from me like a little spider monkey. Okay, but also you don't want to be looking down at your phone. That's bad for your back. You want to be looking <laughs> up. You want to be able to find your way at sea. Although I was just on a sailboat yesterday. Uh, Where were it, you coming from? I was at a very famous comedian's house. I cannot very mention nice. his name. Very nice. Good. And he has a big sailboat, and it has a GPS built in it, oh. even though it's like a sailboat. Oh, okay. So that's yeah. that's not it was good. Less hot. Less hot less because hot. GPS. Owning a sailboat, hot. <sighs> Of course, very hot. Oh, I God. guess motorboat I'm more attracted to. Really? Sailboat is like rev wait, it up. Nobody wants to do that. Your motorboat rules. You go tubing. You whip. Yeah. You just you you have a good <laughs> time. You get drunk on it. The sailboat. It's like uh, sometimes you just you literally can't get it's it a up. Nerd boat. You can't get it's the a nerd sail boat. going. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, honey. There's not enough wind today. You gotta it's mind annoying. the jib. <laughs> I'm sick of minding the jib. Enough. Enough of the jib. Enough. Um, so you grew up in Ithaca. We got to get into this school. I want to get into this school Dude, ASAP I'm so happy to get because school. it's so, we have more than enough time to cover the. We don't have enough time to cover the school, which is insane. Yeah. Okay. You grew up in Ithaca, and you went to. We're talking about Lehman Alternative. What do you call it? Lehman Alternative Community School. Is what I know I it, it as ACS, which is the Alternative yes. Community School. But when I was in high school, they changed it to the Lehman Alternative Community School because Dr. Dave Lehman who was a man who looks like Gandalf. <laughs> He's the sweetest man in the entire world, and he was the principal, the first founder the also. Founder. And he, I would get in trouble every day because I was a huge bully my whole, all the way from elementary school to, through middle school. <laughs> and I, would, I was a troublemaker and a class clown, and I would always go to the detention's office, the, I mean, 
that what it's called? Principal's office? Principal's office. And I would sit under his desk, under Dave Lehman's desk. He would never ask what I did. And I would sit under there because it was this huge desk and he would give me little games <laughs> that I would play, like little like get the ball in a hole game. And he never cared. He just was like, I don't know what happened. I don't care. And he wouldn't really speak much. And then, um, and I loved him for that. And, um, cause you already get re reprimanded. You're in middle school. You've already gotten humiliated. You've gotten kicked out of the class. Yeah. yeah. And then you go to the principal's office and they're supposed to go, what did you do? But he would just be like, just hang out in here. That's your, that's what happens is you hang out in here now for lunch. And I, and it was like, so he was such a peaceful dude. And then should I just go on about him? Sure. Okay. Dr. Dave, he's the founder of Dr. Dave, the Gandalf. Alternative Community School, which is the, sorry, well, we should establish it's oh, like sorry. a okay. hippy dippy, crazy not public school. Public is being the operative word. It's public. It's not a charter. Exactly. It's not Montessori. It's not Waldorf. It's not rich kids. It is basically like al an alternative public school that the only reason it was able to be developed is because it's in Ithaca, New York, which is like the most alternative place. Yes. It's a lottery to get in. Yes. It was full of both poor kids and, you know, medium income kids. Yeah. A couple rich kids, but it's like completely random how they select you. You do you do like an essay, I think, to get in there, but then like from that they I, I don't actually know how it works, but it's a lottery system. Um but it's like all mixed. It's very diverse. It's really great. But they and the big thing about it is it's sixth grade through 12th grade, which means if you're in high school, you kind of have to be like accountable for your behavior because you have all these little middle school fuckers running around. So you can't be like finger banging in the bathroom because yeah. there are these kids looking up to you. And the other thing is when you're in middle school, you don't want to be a piece of shit because you're look these these hot, beautiful high schoolers yes. running around. So you kind of like and you kind of get to like I remember looking at high schoolers and seeing like the girls in the art room and then seeing the girls who were like the ultimate frisbee players because there were no sports. And then, <laughs> you know, and being like, that's what how I want to be. That's how I want to be. And you kind of had these role models built into your place. And you're encouraged to communicate with them and they're encouraged yeah, to, yeah. to communicate with you. It's like it's like a society that they're like building a weird utopian society in Ithaca. And yeah, yeah. it's very important that you brought it up that it's like a public school. It's yeah. not. We like, didn't have much money at all. And there was this woman, Judith Pastel, hates ACS. She's still there. Fuck you, Judith. She hates ACS. She's always wanted to shut it down. And she, wait, wait, she doesn't teach she's, there, she right? Is or she is on just the board. She's the, whatever it's called. School board. Yeah, she's on the school board. Okay. A main player on the school board. And she's always been dogging us. She's always been, she's cut our funding like a, she's cut ACS funding like a million times. Like we, our main history book is Howard Zinn's People's History of the <laughs> Universe or the of the United States, and um, she like cut our funding so we just have these like rags for books, whatever. She sucks. And then one day she proposes that they break up the middle school and the high school. No, Judith. No, Judith. So what we did was all of the students. It was so moving. I think I cried. It was so moving. All of the parents and students, middle schoolers and high schoolers, I was in high school, all went down to IHS, the big high school where my sister went to, and we turned out very different, very <laughs> different. We went down there. We filled this room with people, with children. We got all the kids in the front, so they were around the school board's the decision kids, desk. Yeah. Yes. And then we had all the parents in the back, Good. and the parents would raise their hand and be like, 
I just want to say I have a middle schooler and da 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 and this is how it's been transformative. I have a high schooler and they were all speaking and they were like Judith and them are all freaking out. They're being like this we're max capacity for this room. We have to get people out. And then I was in the back and Dave Lehman shows up and I was like make make room, make room and everybody Dr. Dave. Yeah, Dr. Dave and everybody cleared this path like Moses as he made his way to the front of this like staff table. And then everybody was like hushed because he never speaks. He's like this old wise person who never really talks. And when he does talk, he tells like these amazing fables. And then he like stood there and was like, this is unacceptable. And you could see the whole staff be like, (gasps) and all the kids were like, ah, and it didn't get past. And it's still middle school, high school. It didn't get past. It's still middle school, high school. Mm -hmm. It's still there. Yeah, everyone calls it AC. I think the original name was was the Alternative Community School, mm-hmm. and then they gave the layman, which is the guy's name, so they named after him. Yeah. Um, yeah. How do you exp- when when people ask you about it? How do you explain it in like a few sentences? I explain it as H- Howard Zinn was the main textbook. Bingo. And I sold weed to my teachers. Sold weed. That's a good one. Sold weed to your teachers. There was no deten- There was no like. There was detention in middle school where you would just go to the principal's office, but once you got into high school. Actually, and when when you got there was no suspension, there was no expulsion. You had to go to community court. I usually explain it a lot with community court. I used to. I I was so I student taught there, and I was the my position was I went to the community court for really? every period. Yeah, Whoa. we decided that we decided all these things. You know, like different punish. Yeah. Like, how do you punish this person? They had to clean the bathroom if they were messing around the bathroom, or like if you're smoking weed behind the school. What do you have to do after school to make up for that? You know, like yeah. and stu- a mixture of students no it's mostly students with like a faculty advisor yeah 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 and um yeah like this one kid who was like a little his name was tony he was this little italian chubby kid he was so cute but he wanted to be a mobster i think his dad was probably a pretty aggressive dude and one of my friends was substitute teaching there and she goes i i was like in high school but she was older than me substitute teaching and he goes she said something to him and he goes, shut your whore mouth when the men are talking, <laughs> which is just like a line from the separate. I don't even know where it's from, exactly. but he just said it. And so we, it wasn't in his heart. He it was wasn't in his it. heart. He was being a, a little, a little fucking mimicker. Yeah. Mimicker, yeah. So then Zia, the girl, the woman brings him to, is like, I have to bring you to court. And, you know, we I'll go to. I'll see you in court. Yeah. And I, me and my best friend Brianna were the jury or whatever that, whatever <laughs> they were called, the judges. And, um. We were sitting there, and, and Zia came in and was like, it's not a big deal. It's just like, eh, I knew I had to take him. And so we deliberated on it for a while, and we gave him a five-page paper to write on women's rights. There you go. And there you Tony, go, Tony was like, no, just give, just suspend me for a week. I would rather die. So it's like that, where it's like, yes, it is alternative, but it is more effective. And, it, you know, the one issue with it is I failed chemistry twice in college. Because like, you hadn't. Because my chemistry class was me learning where pigs' lungs were. Like it was, I literally blew up a pig lung <laughs> to see how it operated. Like it was Gina Kolb teaching us how to like. Uh, did you meet Gina? I think probably yeah. She's like a lesbian. She was my mom's rugby. She, she's like was on my mom's rugby okay, team. Okay, fun. Really yeah, fun. everyone. It's all first names with teachers too. All that's first a big, names. That's how I explain it. As I, I say, no grades, first names, teachers. And then it's you hard get the for me idea. to explain because it's all I knew. Because I was yeah. 6 to 12. I was a f- long hauler. Full ACS kid. Yeah. And Gina would, you know, teach us that hand sanitizer was bad be- and show- <laughs> make us do Petri dish tissues where we swab our hands before and after. Um, but I don't know the periodic table of elements. I don't know, how- I don't know any of that. 
I don't know geography. I don't know anything about wars. Like, <laughs> I, I went to college and was like a baby. Well, you know they're bad. I know they're bad, right? And exactly. That, uh, white men start them, and um... yeah. But then I, so then I was in college, and I'm just floundering, right? I have no idea what's going on. I have no idea what equations. Where did you are. go? Alfred University. It's like a ceramic school, but I went. I didn't go for ceramics. Oh, it's like Southern New York in like Southern Tier, right? I went to St. Bonaventure, which is not far oh, from wow. Alfred. Okay. Isn't that weird? Yeah, that's crazy. Um, it's the closest college to Alfred. Okay, wow. Oh, it is. It's pretty close. It's wow. like thirty minutes Holy from shit. Alfred. Yeah. Wait, what town? It's in Olean. Oh yeah. Holy um, shit. Yeah, isn't that weird? That's crazy. Um, but Alfred was just like a hippie school that I was like, I can make this work. They oh, have cool. A huge and they took facilities. the non-grades that... That was also another UCS thing. I couldn't get into Ithaca College because of the non-grade. I couldn't get into a lot of places because... Ithaca College at least should know what's up with the honest, school think, in Ithaca. Maybe Ithaca College was the only other one I got into. They but could, Syracuse okay. University I didn't get into. And there was another one I didn't get into. Maybe UT or something. I have no idea. But it um, it's basically they, they write you student evaluations, so it's not grades it's like jordan was a social butterfly you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? yeah. and describing, like paintings and yeah yeah describing all the things that you did and whatever how were your evaluations i was a super bad kid i was a really bad kid so you would all have the way been up until 11th grade until 11th and then grade. i became a very good kid and why is that what happened i i was a punk i was a i was like a punk kid i was really like into being bad when i was in middle school i, I would like my parents were super lenient and not super around huh? so i hung out with like you know little cigarette smoking pieces of shit. i was always very like close with my teachers because i was super philosophical and would get into like long conversations oh with God, them I and they see it yes yeah so they would help me the whole way through I had bad ADHD. I also have had really bad obsessive compulsive disorder, which I probably would have not been able to go to school if I was not at ACS because the ACS, the nurse had a separate bathroom for me because I had to wash my hands. It was like 18 times a day for wow. 81 pumps or something insane like that. And the janitor who should not be called a janitor because he literally runs the school, um, Dave, uh, McGivern, he literally. I remember the, Dave, Dave McGivern. Dave is an angel. He and is he's an got, archangel. And he's he's like he's like a teacher. He like leads kids also. Like he had like a little army of like call him Dave's kids. Like during the maintenance kids. It was like during like a period. It was like a period of once a week where you do like an activity. It's like for one hour a day in the morning. It's like you go to garden instead of going to class or whatever. You can, and one of those things it's you can do. Family group. Family group. No, yeah. family group's different. Family group is once a week you go and you meet and then you do other things outside of school too. Yeah. There's also like this what is like a two hour activity period once a week where it's like people do activities. I don't know what whatever it is. Like some people are doing like big projects or they were when I was there. And Dave oh, had kids projects. too. Projects. You mean pro literally project the Tuesday time. Thursday project. There you go. Tuesday, yeah, yes. yeah. Tuesdays and Thursdays for half the day. <laughs> now it's, we're getting into it. Yeah, yep. it's projects. So it's Monday. Monday, you would just have classes that were like, pff, might as well have been projects. I mean, it's literally, one of, the classes were like meditation. Very projecty. Literally, in our first math class, we write a haiku about a log. How is that related? Math, baby. I mean, it's insane. And then projects were like beading, and that's they were half the day on Tuesdays and half the day on Thursdays. Yes. I did like beading, fiber arts, ice skating, uh, gardening. God, so cool. But then there are committees that are like locavores where you grow the food for for the school. There's kids at the school gardening in the back, and then they 
feed the rest of the kids at the schools. Yeah. The school lunches are delicious. And there's a they separate a farm, the ACS farm, that my yeah. friend Noah helped cultivate. Uh, all of my friends helped cultivate. There was a really funny thing in high school. You have to do a, a senior project that's like basically a community service project. Um, and my mom and dad are both contractors, and they're very divorced because my mom's a lesbian and my dad's crazy. <laughs> but they both are contractors, and they have these sustainable development projects. So half of my middle school or my graduating class went with my mom and the other half with my dad Whoa. to work. And they would li- I would hear people in school being like, yeah, well, you know, cause lets me do this and this and this. And they're like, oh, well, Jack smokes weed with us every day, like about my fucking parents. <laughs> and I'd be like, yo, don't smoke weed with my dad. And my mom did it. You know, like it was crazy. Or so were they like, already divorced? Like your whole class is like taking nemesis. sides? Okay. They are. And anim- I mean, my dad's dead now, but up until his death, they were arch enemies. <laughs> they would get together at like my birthday parties and have like a where they would slowly get loose and like reminisce about rugby days and like start to get along but then as soon as they were gone from each other they'd be like he, he's a fucking idiot she fu- she's a fucking dyke you they know played rugby I mean? together yeah he was her rugby coach <laughs> and he didn't know she was it, it was insane so that was like one acs thing where it was like you did these building projects with local builders that but what happened different. junior year let's talk about that what was that turn um, okay, so junior year, I was a punk. I was a punk with the you know shaved head and the cigarettes and the mall goth and the hot topic, rebelling. Had really supportive teachers that were help. And I also had OCD, so they were like nobody could know that I had this like debilitating disorder because I was the class clown. I was like kind of like the like bully clown, funny guy, <laughs> and uh, but everybody was spinning these plates to keep me in school. Like, all my teachers were supporting me to be like, I know. We know she's a wonderful kid, but she's suffering. Like, I would be late for class because I couldn't touch the doorknob. And Dave McGivern would show up at my classes and open the door. Stop Yeah, I know. It was crazy. And I had all these mechanisms to get around the OCD, but I had to basically be like, I don't fucking care about school, when really I was completely fucked. And then I think what happened was... uh, a big part of it was I tripped on acid. Big <laughs> part of it. I tripped on acid and kind what, of. What, 16 years old? I tripped on acid at 17. Yeah, so it wasn't. It was before the acid that I decided to. Oh, yeah, before the acid, I. Dave. Um, Dan Fleurlage, Pascal Fleurlage, who's the ecology teacher, kind of like said to me one day, like, what are you doing? Like, what, what, what are you. I, and I respect him so much because he was like a very, like, into the planet kind of earthy dude and i thought he was so wonderful and he kind of was just like you don't have to be here you don't have to be in school you don't have to stay and i remember being like oh shit yeah i'm just like wasting everybody's time whoa and then i kind of went under his wing and he took me to like the bioneers conference which is like this environmental conference and then i started hanging out with the french group is what it's called which is they were just like the super smart kids and we and i started having these deep philosophical conversations with them and then I would kind of go to them and be like, hey, could you explain, like, U.S. history? And they'd be <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, cool, that's fine. And we would play these, like, poker games together and get more academic with each other. And they were this really smart crew. And I distanced myself from the punk kids a little bit more. And then I totally broke from the punk kids, totally joined the smart kids, and and then um, became super interested in environmental stuff which gave me like the purpose, which kind of helped move the OCD towards something else, I think. Yeah. And then I had to go to college. All, every the, Alfred was like, why is she a bad kid half the time and a good kid? You know what's going on? Right. And Hyen, the 
guidance counselor called Alfred and was like, this is what happened. This is, you know, she's radically transformed. Everything is different. She was really suffering. And Alfred was like, okay, fine. We'll let her in. Yeah. And then, right. And then in school and then in Alfred, I tripped acid, which made a huge amount of my OCD go away. That's what happened. And when I went to Alfred, I, I, we bought me all new shit. So everything was clean, uncontaminated when I gotcha. went to school. Quote unquote. And I would never let it get recontaminated. Like if somebody came in who was a contaminated person to my OCD brain, I would just touch them immediately. So it wasn't an option for it to worm its way in. <laughs> it was crazy. And well, that then, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's perfectly practical. For yes. anybody with OCD, that if they hear this, they will be like, I know exactly what contaminated, she's saying. Contaminated, got it. It's crazy. I mean, contamination is just like... You can't do. You can't choose it. it. Has no rhyme or reason. It's fucked. Oh, that sounds awful. Yeah, it's awful. I love the the idea of these teachers coming together to like help you. Because I remember there were meetings where we'd be like, okay, we're gonna do a little roundtable on Jordan. Anyone who has Jordan in classes, mm -hmm. come over here, and we'll get a little circle up. And they would be like, how are they in the morning? How's Jordan in the morning? Oh, she's good. Okay, but then she, I think after lunch, she gets a little bit. Or like they would be like talking and like and like I'm in touch with her mom we're doing we're doing we're working on this and then whoever knew you best would be talking about yeah. you more yeah and like they're literally like the goal of that meeting is to like get Jordan to have a better time at school like that's authentically beautiful. it was Auth and there's genuinely. no woo woo there's no weird like well maybe we need to have an open dialogue about the communication that's going on between her and her parents because I think that maybe it's not like that it's like they're very practical people nuts and bolts well someone has to go open the door for her I guess because yeah, she can't right. open fucking doors yeah. so someone did that yeah. uh, that makes me I I want to cry I like, know it was really crazy and that's the reason I was there was um, I'd heard all about it I was studying at Colgate and like we were doing all this cool educational theory stuff and I go guys if I can't I can't do any of this theory at any regular school and uh, she was like, well, you can go to, maybe you can go to ACS in Ithaca. And I was like, I'll go. I moved to Ithaca to te oh, really? teach there. Because it's so, it's the coolest fucking school in the It's the it's only really real, cool. it's the only real teaching job I would ever take. Because it's like legit, a legit school, like a beautiful conception of what a school is. It's really, it truly is the best. It made it a little bit, I, you know, I don't think I would have been doing comedy if it wasn't for ACS for sure. And I because I I had that sensation of like you are special and unique, you know what I mean? Which you <laughs> Which need, we all need. You yeah. need for comedy. <laughs> I'm the next big thing. I'm important. Yeah, you yeah. have to think yeah, yeah, that yeah. or else you can't participate in the delusion <laughs> that is being a comedian. But my sister went to IHS and she's a whack job. So tell me what the difference is. Oh, were you different? I'm she sure you were different in inherently. Fights constantly. Like I was bullying kids, but I wasn't fighting anybody. Like I was just I was Robin Hood bully, where if somebody was mean to another kid, I would bully the mean guy. Very cool. But Jamie was at, at IHS and she was just, she constantly was, her friends were backstabbing her. She like always had drama going on with boys. I mean, my sister also, I was like a super fat mall goth. Like I was an ugly little duckling and my sister was <laughs> so hot. Oh, so we wow. also grew up, yeah, my sister was like, the she looked like young Britney Spears, truly, like first album. And that was a great time to look like Britney Spears. That was Spears. a great time to look like Britney yeah. Spears, yeah. And she looked like that, so she would always just have women hating her and men loving her, which yeah. made more women hate her. But, um, I mean, I think if I had gone to H IHS, I would have just become like, a, I mean, I don't know, because I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have succeeded in school. I would have become like a deadbeat, and then I probably would have started smoking weed. And I would have developed a complex. You were smoking weed this whole time? I was smoking okay. weed the whole time. But <laughs> I probably would have thought weed. I was a loser, where in ACS it was like, you're not a loser because you're not getting good in grades. You're Something's going on that we're not facilitating for you. Whereas at IHS it was like, if you don't get good grades, it's because you suck. 
But ACS didn't even fucking have grades. I know. That's so amazing. I mean, and I think, okay, okay, let's talk downsides. Because it's like, first of all, oh, yeah. you were promoted each year, all, even though it seems like you didn't succeed academically. You kept oh, here's a perfect promoting. example. I wa- Okay, Gina Kolb. So there was one. I can't wake up pa- before, I, dude, like 11. Well, like, it starts at 9. Like that's what's cool. Like yeah, most schools, it's like seven forty-five is your first class. This school started at nine a.m. Well, because they realized that yes. high schoolers or no, 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 they teenagers, re- yeah, yeah, they realized teenagers wake up later, and elementary school kids are up with a fucking ass crack at dawn. <laughs> so they were like, "Remember in okay in elementary school, we would always have to be at, at school at nine. And I remember that. And then I remember when the whole the, in Ithaca, everybody was like, "What's?" What's going on? My kid wakes up at 6 a.m. I have yeah. to f- screw around with him for three hours <laughs> three before hours. I start my day. And it, it was the other way around. So they just switched the time. So all the elementary, the buses literally switched. It was really cool. But I can't wake up even for nine. I just can't do it. Yeah. It's And I was on a huge amount of medication then. Uh, and I thought that that was the reason. But really, it's just there's something with my clock. And um, so Gina, I had chemistry or I had science something in the morning. And I was like, look, I'm, I know I'm going to fail this class because I haven't been here enough. But, like, there's something I can't wake up. And my mom was like, we can't get her up. She doesn't move. She's a dead body. Like, <laughs> we can't get her up. It doesn't work. So then um, Gina was like, all right, you have to write me. It was something huge, like 15-page paper on obsessive compulsive disorder and the chemistry behind it. Oh, like the come brain on. chemistry. Yeah. That's sweet. It's very sweet. And, I, and that has, like... F- completely changed my relationship with my own disorder because i was informed on it for the first time so you like literally looked shit up and you did it oh yeah whole thing because she was like this is the thing that's plaguing your brain so why don't you write a goddamn paper on it if that's the thing that's taking up all your time and that sounds simple but it's not oh, school yeah, does not amazing. ever 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 work that there's way there's no regents at the school there's no standard that was test. huge that's the new york yeah. state test is the regents exam and that's what that's the first hurdle was like how i'm like how do they like get by and someone said a regents exemption is huge because you don't have to like conform to the standards that new york state even has so like yeah that it's they're off the leash it is mm-hmm. a public school that is entirely off the leash. I'm worried. They're, I'm, I'm always worried they're going to get shut down. It feels insane that it was able to I happen. I mean, hopefully Judith Pastel, she was there. I mean, hopefully she's just off the board because I feel like people are okay with it besides that crazy woman. But the downside is nothing, nothing impacts me on the downside um, post-college. All the downsides happen in college, and Fuck I yeah. regret. I kind of regret going to college. Like I think college. Me was, too. Yeah, but What's nothing impacts me now in a negative. I mean, yes, it, if I had tuned in earlier, I probably would know about wars and you know all of the history of the United States. But it's not anything that I fucking picked up in college because I was still slacking off. Because yeah. I still was like, I truly know that this is interesting, and I can get interested in it for a second, but it won't hold a spot in my brain. Well, because there's nothing. I'm, I have ADHD as well. It's yeah. like it needs to be something needs to be important for right now. It needs yeah. to be like, well, I'm not. I, I know Vietnam was important or whatever, but like, it's like, why? I don't. All my all the men my age are starting to get to that point where they're all into wars. Like, and they're like I know. reading about wars. What's happening with you guys? I think I'll get there too eventually. Just I like kind dad, of am into it. Dad mode. My yeah. dad was totally into that shit. I don't understand. Jamaline has that great joke where he's like, they're all cramming for a World War II pop quiz that we ne- never come. Does he have a joke like that? That's a perfect. One of his joke. SNL monologues. He's like, yeah, like I don't know why they're all boning up on Normandy trivia, but. 
but uh, something. Oh my god, that's waiting for something. so funny! I, I was watching an alien documentary two nights ago, and I was like, I recognize this voice, and I was like, oh, this is the Discovery Channel World War Two. Every dude. Every every World War Two thing, this guy's voice was playing uh-huh. when my dad would obsessively watch that shit. It's so crazy. I will say I bought a World War Two book. It is. I don't know why it's so interesting. It's an interesting idea that people are like, I want this. So do I. All right. Let's kill a bunch of people to get it. Let's a see. bunch of people. In like a full. What we do now is so much more surreptitious and shitty. I feel like it was. Yeah, exactly. It's almost. What that, is I think that? A helicopter, I think. We have a helicopter flying over us in Flatbush, and it's close to flat. It's close to the ground. It's close to the ground. It's very close to the ground. Yeah, I don't know. Speaking of war, that must have happened. They heard us. (laughs) Um, Speaking of war, okay. So, so the no downsides besides college, which is let's be honest. I was railing against college last night. Well, it's whatever. We're privileged. We're privileged to have gone to it. I wish I. I wish I had thought of college. I wish I had come up with that scheme. What a brilliant. I wish somebody, I, I mean, everybody had drank the Kool-Aid in our lives at that year. Everybody was under the... Even if I'm like, Mom, I'm going for English just because I like reading. I don't really know what I want to do. And she was like, yeah, you got to, my kids so go to college. So long if it's college. My kids I mean, go to college. I mean, they were really, really... And I'm like, that would have been fine if you had been paying for it. But I, I'm no! taking out giant loans. I still have giant. so much debt. And I went to school for fucking philosophy. <laughs> Yeah. Philosophy. Hey. I mean, if I if you had wandered me into the philosophy section at the public library, I would have been happy for the rest of my life. But I had to go to school, go through environmental studies and communications and some other bullshit. All and the other classes. All the other. The only thing I learned was how to like. We could have gotten you an apartment in Paris, France, Jordan, yeah. Yeah. and a library card, and you yeah. could have been smoking and, and drinking espresso and reading those. Beautiful books, and we could have been paying for every meal you had, and we would have saved a little we bit of money. Saved we would have saved money. a little bit of money. It's so fucked. And uh. I was blacked out for <laughs> so much of it. If anything, it taught me, like, it, it. now I have no desire to drink or fuck because I did so much of it. I think college. it's I think it's a good word. It's like you think you – yeah, you're 18, and you think you want to get drunk every night, and it's like, well, go ahead and try it, yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and try it, it for four years, and then it's like you get it out of your system. It's like your dad making you smoke the whole pack of cigarettes, and then you're like, yeah, I'm good. I'm done. I did also realize that I was – the entertainment – I did realize – I remember standing in front of a class of people and just trying to make them laugh as I was giving a presentation and being like, I don't think I'm – because I wanted to be a professor, I was like, I think I ju- the only thing I care about is making them laugh. But I think I knew that in kindergarten when I was making <laughs> people laugh. Like, it really was just this like, we need CJEP, which is like what they have in Canada, where it's two years post high school, where you dick around for free in like a whatever the, if a theater is a college, whatever the club version of a college is, is called CJEP in Canada. And you spend two years figuring out what you want to do or if you want to go to university. And then after yeah. that, you go to university. Brilliant. Yeah, I know. And you probably get pretty drunk then, too. You probably, two you years probably, is a fine time. It's a fine. Four you probably is get, insane. Four is a lot. I expedited four years uh, of my young life. Like the good years, great years. I know. And then I got out and I like organic farmed and I had all these beautiful years. But those four years. And I'm now, yeah, I'm now learning. It? There's like the skills I didn't pick up that I'm now being forced to pick up that I could have been. Like no one taught me. I could have. I paid a bunch of people to teach me stuff, and none of them were those things. Um, I don't remember any of it. Time. I mean, it's so bizarre. Slogging to class with our backpacks for no reason. 
Did you find college was We've worse done. compared to ACS, like the style of educating you? Because you're now back in gener general population education. Everything was bad until I found philosophy, which was like my junior year. Once I found philosophy, I was the happiest girl because it was ACS all over again. Yeah. Because okay. it was just like, say what you think this person is saying in your own words and you know, here's a bunch of vague metaphysical ideas. I studied existentialism and metaphysics. Beautiful. So I just basically, as soon as I landed there, I was happy. But when we were studying environmental studies and I had, they were like, I remember this guy, he gives me this equation and he's like, solve it. And this is how you find out tree population. And I was like, uh, uh, okay, but what are each one of these numbers mean in the equation? He was like, that doesn't matter. That's like, it's like an old thing that somebody found out. And I was like, <laughs> but I have to know the system, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But and, why? Right. And I remember being so disturbed that that was the way that it was, that it, that's how college was, where it was like, this is just information that you, we're going to stuff in your brain. <laughs> and I got, there was this woman who taught religion, and she was this monk, a priest, Buddhist priest, but she was a woman? I don't know. And she gave us all these, like, anti, like, Sam, these anti-new atheist literature on Sam Harris, but she didn't give us any literature from Sam Harris. So I, oh, it was against Sam Harris. Yeah, Got right. It. So I stirred this huge turd where I was like, you can't give us the negative and not the what the literature. And so she started to hate me. And then we developed this huge feud because she was super religious and I was super atheist. And I, you know, failed this test. Then I brought in the test with a kid who passed the test. And I showed that every single line was exactly the same. Ooh. And she, yeah, and it, we got into this huge all-out fight in her office where people had to come in and be like, both of you are out of line. She eventually got fired. But it was like, that was my relationship with, like, I could, I, every time there was a teacher in college that was like, this is how it is. I was like, you don't get to say yeah. that. <laughs> like, because I had come from ACS that was like, this is how... George specifically Richardson says this is. And if you don't think, then help me prove otherwise. And you're like, okay, you know. If you had raised your hand and been like, that's bullshit, you'd be like, Jordan, let's work on that together. That's yeah. a point of view. That's a really, they would have applauded you. They would have been like, please don't swear because there are children <laughs> around. But as you're like a sixth grader and they're like talking to you like you're adult, you're like, there are other children here. Um, I remember one time going to the detention office and there was just a, the detention for the principal's office. And, um, there was a baby goat in the office and I just played with a baby goat for this whole lunch yeah, break. And I was like, where am I? <laughs> it's the best school that's ever been. It's really unbelievable. So you're still, you're still on board. You'd send your kids there. I think that I would at this point almost force my kid to go, even if they didn't want to go, Amazing. which is anti ACS, but it, it re I'm still very close to all my teachers. They, I mean, the way you get graduated is you get brought up onto like a, stage that's like on this blanket this picnic blanket and they all tell I know. each teacher chooses a student and like mine was um sarah you know the sarah wait sarah jane sarah jane Bocare. She, okay that's john Lithgow's low key sister. low key john Lithgow's sister. i know so low key so weird but they look the same but i was like the <laughs> i was always the like in the plays so she did it and they all cry they graduate you and they tell you stories about how special you are and they cry and they hand you out like a little rock or whatever the fuck. It's very, it's a family. It is really a family. <laughs> I mean, it's, and I'm anti woo. I, I'm like, my moms are in like landmark education, which is like the, we're going to make eye contact and we're going to clear this together and we're going to get through it. And we're going to, and I hate all that shit. And ACS was just like a pl like Plato's Republic style. Children need to be listened to. And, uh. 
it really is cool. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I say hippy dippy school just to kind of get mm. to the point. But I think it is not. It's not like it's more like seventies hippies instead of like eighties, nineties today hippies. Yeah. It's like just you know anti-establishment, an anti-establishment school. Yeah. There was okay. What else? What other deal? There's an all school meeting once a week. Did you ever speak at the all school meeting? Did yeah. you ever get anything? Yeah. There you go. Uh, there was an meeting. old school meeting where somebody wanted to paint this fairy on the wall, but the fairy was really skinny. And this girl stood up and she was like, I would just like to say that it's like really triggering to people who have like body issues, like to have this little skinny like Tinkerbell fairy on the wall. And I think that it was like the jury, like it was like amendment. Somebody stood up and was like amendment to make the fairy a little fatter. And everybody was like <laughs> all for, you know, and we raised our hands. The um, Pledge of Allegiance. Ready? Do you know it? Oh, yes. Of you course. do? The Pledge of Allegiance? No, the other Pledge of Allegiance. Oh, I don't. I okay. wish I did. I wish okay, I did. Okay, ready? Here it is. Hit me. I pledge allegiance to the earth and all the life which it supports. One planet in our care, irreplaceable, with sustenance and respect for all. Oh, my God. It's like a parody. I know. It's and like that, a... an old Margaret would drag out of this. She's a librarian. She's definitely not there. But she would drag out this big flag with a giant planet Earth on it and set it up. And we would all be like, and none of us would say the real pledge. We would be like, I pledge allegiance to the flag and all, or whatever. Earth I don't even do it. I pledge what? allegiance to the flag. You did it just now. No, no, no. What's oh, the real I pledge one? allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, oh, yeah. one nation under all, one nation under God. Yeah. But it is indivisible with liberty and justice for all. And nobody's, yeah, it was, it's so crazy. It's the best school. It's, um, I did smoke weed with some of my teachers. Now tell me that, like, cause I feel like that's more like that is the vibe, but I, I, there were good boundaries, but you would have, that, it wasn't encouraged that you would smoke weed or sell weed to your teachers. It was like the, you know, outside of school, a teacher might be like, you could you would run into a teacher and be like, "Do you want some weed?" Of course. It was never on school grounds. I actually got in trouble for weed a bunch of times on school grounds. Um, the smoking corner is there a smoking corner still? That of was the, a huge it was the deal. corner of the grounds. Yeah. I think there was a little yeah behind the uh, behind that like sort of apartment place. building thing. Yeah, by the apartment building. Yeah, in the corner. Uh, was, they almost tried to remove that. That was a huge deal for all the little gutter punks. <laughs> it was so. They, there was also Cigarettes. mediation. We had this. We had Coach Z, who was this weird guy who came from the high school to teach the gym class, and he kept. Was he bald? Yeah. Wow. Yes. Is he still there? Yes. He really? was. Coach Zarek? I mean, as of seven years ago. I think he adapted, but when he first got there, he didn't know how to handle it. And I remember one of my friends would always wear these little scarves, and he called him like a metrosexual. So I was like, you can't. You're making this kid feel bad about his sexuality, Bingo. you know, and I liked, and we went to mediation, me and Coach Z, and there was like a mediator who I think was like Cal or something, and she was like, yeah, I mean. Oh my God, I love Cal. Do you love Cal? Yeah, yeah, We yeah. used to have we hung out beef. A lot. Yeah, she's 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 a hard nose. I mean, I she's was on a board. troublemaker. Some of them are kind of like, I want to be a regular school teacher, but I'll be here, but like Cal was like, Cal's into the yeah. way of, the way of, the way it goes at ACS. And Oslin is the, no, no, no. Diane. Oh man, Bronwyn. Did you have Bronwyn? She's might have been newer, but I was in love with Bronwyn. Really? So shout out. Yeah, she's like she had like these big eyes and bangs and like dark hair. Um, I think she had a family. I don't know, but I was. I know Bronwyn. Somebody had Bronwyn oh. later. I think like 
She came in when I was graduating. Who's the principal, though? It is um, Diane. It was a guy named Diane. Not Joe. Joe is out. I think it it was a guy uh, named... No, no, no. They actually, the guy... No, 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 I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, Joe was there, and then he he was a bad principal. He would always... He was trying to change the school. We really... And he would come to me and Brianna and, like, the group of seniors and be like, what am I supposed to do? Everybody hates me. And we'd be like, this is what you need to do. But he was just trying to deal with all... There's always this... There's a whole team of punks in every class at ACS that you have to just, like... you you have to be so careful with them and he just tried he was like we we're gonna bring in the law a little bit and that created this whole rebellion against joe but then i think he cheated on his wife or <laughs> left or something but now there's a very good principal who's was a teacher there for a long time yeah i think they were they were in the process of they, they might have been headless when i was there they're in the process mm -hmm. of changing things around when i was there i think um, and they'd bring someone in from Ithaca who didn't really know, but they would be like, you guys know, I'll, t I'll take care of the bills and whatever. You guys do yeah. whatever you guys do. Because it runs itself. Like, literally, if nobody, if no, if the administration stopped visiting and it was just teachers and students, everyone would still come. Yeah. It would still function perfectly. Yeah. Um, Maybe he didn't cheat on his way. Something happened. Did he become gay? I wish I knew. I think he left. It was some, some scandal. I saw his wife naked in the locker room once. She was quite beautiful. <laughs> so so it that's, was, a, that's a plus. There was also Trips Week, the most life-changing week in the entire world. It's unbelievable where you would choose a trip to go on. Canoe trip. Oh, my God. Backpacking. You're so lucky. Bike trip. And they were just... Where'd was, you go? I did all of them. I mean, I, I there was rest and relaxation trip where we learned how to meditate. There was... Canoe trip was the best trip, but it was always full immediately. That was the best where you literally just camp. And I can't even believe that they were allowed to do this with us. You pack up canoes and for a week you sleep in tent and then get in the canoes and keep going. These poor chaperones are dealing with whatever. It was so fun. And then um, there was also trips week that were like, you know, if you had to stay in town for some reason, there was like all girls trip that would like study women's wellness and stuff like that. And there was like in town. So you sleep at your house. Yeah. Yeah. And that is fun. But there was, like, Aquasazani trip that, um, what's-his-face did? The, the sweetheart who loves Raymond Carver, John Raymond. <laughs> and um, he would, do, you know, help out the Aquasazani community of Native Americans with a big, with the veggie bus that runs on vegetable oil. <laughs> it's really, it really was paradise. I remember Dara, who was my guitar teacher and the music teacher there. I remember he came over to my house to give me guitar lessons. And, um... He always was like, I teach at Hogwarts. Like, I get to teach at the best school in the whole I world. Know. It was really something. It's like what teachers want to do, and then they get beaten down. I mean, before they get beaten down by the system of public schools and the regents' exams and everything that you're worried about as a teacher, administration, exams, funding, all of that is taken out of the equation, and it's just about educating yeah. these students. Um, how were the plays? What kind of how, how was the theater situation there? The plays What did you me, do? I did... Uh, we would do... Sarah Jane did all the middle school plays where I was always like the comedic fat person. And then in <laughs> high school, I was still the comedic fat person. And, but Ira How Kim, were you fat? I was so fat. I, well, I was really fat in middle school. 
I lost a bunch of weight in like ninth grade. Now are you really are you saying that like you were so fat, or are you oh. saying the way women say it sometimes? With it, not that. Fat? I'll find a picture. Okay, well that's okay. Don't worry. I try. I'll take Very your, fat. I can tell from the tone of your voice. Two hundred pounds, probably. And wow, yeah, yeah, I was huge. And that makes for a funny adult. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. So happy you were fat. It's great. I mean, fat. <laughs> so and then. I was a fat mall goth. I had like hot topic clothes over fat girl body. It was really I was adorable because I was I was like the nicest kid but tried to be so badass all the time. It like didn't make any sense. I mean, no no because right, because ACS doesn't have it doesn't breed the anti-authoritarianism no. that normal schools breed. It's yeah. like you have your own set of morals that you're trying to follow. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to be funny to at all times. I, that was my whole thing. So I became like the funny fat kid. And then in high school, I think I just like touched a boy for the first time. Like a boy kissed me and I was like, oh, I don't need food ever. <laughs> this rules. And then I lost a bunch of weight. And um, what was the question before? I don't know. How long are you fat, I guess, was the no, question. No, but then it came. Theater. Theater. So then, but I was still the funny one. So I would be the funny roles in like, there was also Next Gen, which was at the Hangar Theater in Ithaca that I did. But they were these, at ACS you would just put on these plays that you would host at the public high school after hours. Okay. And parents would show up. Cool. Um, were they like, they, I imagine they weren't like musical, they are like kind of cool plays or like. Yeah, there was like one that was so, you can't take it with you, which was a weird, obscure, bizarre play that Sarah Jane had us do. But then we also did like Witches in middle school that's like a roll doll. doll yeah, yeah and that was super fun but it, it was very everything was so incredibly low budget like all of the costume stuff was donated all of the like we had nothing at that school because they had cut all the funding they possibly could in order to you know what I mean? And we would have to lobby relentlessly. Yeah. So Well, that's were... what's so cool is that you're talking about everyone. Go, every single person who's there wants to be there. The yeah. teachers, the students, they all like have this support. So it's like it's so un the pride that's inherent in being there for everybody mm -hmm. is so unlike every other school where it's like everyone's bought in, which is like you're 500 steps farther than any public school where it's like, okay, well, no one wants to be here. I don't want to be here. You don't want to be here. But like at this school, it's like everyone's there. So it's like the teacher going, Jordan, you don't have to be here. You can yeah. go. You can drop out. You can go to IHS, Ithaca High School. Mm -hmm. You don't you need to be GED, here. Get a GED. You'll be get fine. Get a GED. Yeah. The, remember the graffiti room? Do they still have that? Um. Yeah. Yeah. The graffiti room. The graffiti room. So that because in order to stop the graffiti, they would have it. I literally just looked at my phone and I have four text messages from. Also, all of the people I was best friends with in that school, I am still best friends with oh my god that's a really big thing like it's all acs people but well because you all went through a, a thing yeah. that's on you cannot communicate it to anybody else anyway so yeah. you have the shared experience that's very unique but they um the graffiti room because kids were graffiti on shit so then yeah. they gave us a whole room to graffiti in once again a microcosm of how the whole thing works yeah. also there's murals every single wall yeah. there's beautiful murals painted by students and so like the, the arts are so one? great there I don't remember. Big, there's a huge mural. That was so beautiful. But yeah, it is like, I don't know how they got that renovation. You were probably there post renovation. Yeah, with the with the big library, with the big glass walls, the and like the the science wing they called it. Oh yeah. Is so that? I was there when it was just the little tiny. Wow, just box. two floors. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe they got. I wonder how they got that renovation <laughs> money. Because someone, yeah, someone who is someone needs to be both buttoned up enough to 
to go through all the grant process and love ACS. So that's a rare combo. Yeah. Um, what? How long were you there? I was just there for a three months student teaching. So I was in grad school and I student taught. You went like to grad school semester. for teaching. Yeah. Colgate. And undergrad for English. And now so I want to be a high school English teacher. Now I'm a, live in a van. server and I live in a van and I'm a mover occasionally. Why don't do you want to teach? I uh, I did want to. I still kind of want to, but I want to be a comedian more. And yeah. I'm young, and I don't have a family, so I can do whatever I want. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and I don't want to do teaching poorly in order to do comedy well, or do comedy poorly in order to teach well. And I feel like yeah, yeah, that's how I felt. It's a very busy yeah. job. You know what I mean? How, how old are you? Thirty-one. It's so crazy how men are like. Getting I'm thirty-one. I'm young, and women yeah. are like, I'm about to die. <laughs> I know it's uh I have the privilege I do want to have kids I want to have a family and I'll do it when I'm 40 probably yeah yeah, yeah. if not earlier I don't know um it's, yeah it's so I, all nice. 30 year olds or 20 year olds in retro I mean that's how it it's my friend the other day was like we're we're all 24 at 30 that's what's happening like compared to our parents my dad had like a farm and a kid exactly at this age yes um thank goodness for that because we had to do the college thing which made which stunted us they had to do it too but they then they got it. jobs afterwards. Yeah, they studied in school. <laughs> I did not study. I drank. Yeah, my dad was a married lawyer. He had wow. gone through a law school at this point. My mom had already had two kids at this point. It's like in every year it gets more and more like, wow, what were you doing? Wow, Jesus Christ. Do you wish you hadn't gone to grad school? I guess it's – I mean, it's in hindsight, it is kind of nice to have all that to be like – because um, now I can go at it hard knowing I won't really ruin my life. Like, I have a really good life waiting for me whenever I want to pull the parachute oh, yeah, that's nice. on comedy and, like, make comedy, like, a fun hobby I do on the weekends or mm -hmm. whatever. Like, I've got a great um, great life. As a teacher, teaching is a great life, especially, especially at, a, at a place like ACS. That would yeah. be a really fulfilling life. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. There's a lot of a lot of long wait for those jobs, a long line. I, well, really? That's what I've heard, yeah. Because they were talking about, like, do you want to teach here? And I was like, yeah, I only want to teach here. Every other school seems stupid in comparison to And they were like, keep dreaming, school. bitch. Yeah, they're like, wait for one of us to die. Really? Yeah, they're yeah. like, we'll see. I mean, because they, they, they were like, well, they're 30, they're 30, and everyone's planning on staying there for the rest of their careers. No one wants to leave. No, no, no. No one wants to leave. Because they, well, because, like, same, the same thing as going to college for you guys was like, what am I going to take this resume and be like, yeah, I did uh, the yes. English equivalent of finger painting. I did haiku, yeah. I did haiku math. Yeah. I taught them how for to measure out basil. I don't know the common core or whatever the new standards are. Yeah. Um, which is all bullshit. So who cares? I would, I would teach at ACS in a second. Isn't Evergreen College like ACS, but a college? Didn't I've never heard of Evergreen College. That's where a lot of ACS kids end up. Evergreen. Going. I've yeah. heard Brown is like the because Brown's a little yeah, bit Brown. more make your own major, and that's a good avenue but you have for to be them. Good to get in there. Yeah. But Evergreen, you don't have to be good. And kids would take the SAT and ACT and stuff. Right? Yeah, I took kids the SATs. Would do stuff. Okay. Didn't do great. Um, yeah. Where did your friends end up, and what kind of? I mean, I imagine that it's good for artists and stuff like that. Like, where do your friends are? Where are they now? Okay. Comedian. Brianna is the brand, runs the HR department of a really big company. My friend Noah is going to Hunter to work at um, museum, to work at museums, curation and stuff. Great. So art. Right. Um, Rain's a teacher. Um... I was about to be like, name ACS people, and I'll tell you what they're all doing. Um, <laughs> where I see it, Tenor's a musician. They're all, Chris is a teacher. A lot of teachers. There's they a, made it, though. They they're work fine. for Obama. There's one guy who works for Obama. It's a lot of, like. Obama now? 
no, did work for Obama, Obama and now it's just in like politics. There's a lot of environmental people working for solar. There's, you know, there's a guy. There's a lot of carpenters. I myself included. I became a contractor. Did you learn that there? I learned that from my parents. Oh right. But in Ithaca, it was just there are so many goddamn carpenters. I don't know why that is. Okay, yeah. But, um. It's like my mom was the only woman and then me and then there was just a million boy carpenters making it very hard for my mom to be a woman contractor. But it is like the trades like there's a farmers, there's a lot of farmers because um, ACS kind of glorified working with your hands, I think. Yeah, that happened. definitely. But then also a lot of teachers. Oh, yeah. A bunch of teachers. Now that I'm realizing it. Music teachers. Yeah. What is Nelly doing? She works for the Atlantic. Yeah. Damn, that's great. Yeah, they, yeah. There's a lot of people who excelled. You know, there's people who ended up like you know going getting their MFAs. A lot of that. Um, yeah, it's basically nobody is like. Ooh, I mean, there's obviously a couple people that like ate too many drugs and are fucked up like in every school, but it's it's a a, a huge amount of people who ended up creating really cool things like solar panel companies and shit like that because they were so yeah that was that was such a big focus i pledge allegiance to the earth yeah they pledge allegiance to the fucking earth. yeah that's cool soil um, soil phds you know what i mean lots of that stuff it's so cool yeah um i yeah at some point i was like i think some kids but i don't know some of the kids who like didn't take school seriously and they're at acs it's kind of like they're getting away with murder yeah but also, it's like the only thing that's going to bring you back into the fold. It's not discipline. No. It's not someone yelling at it's you. It's somebody being like, what are you doing here, bud? What's going on? Like you said, I can't believe someone yeah. just someone just goes, hey, you don't have to be here. I like was it's... high every day. I was so high. And I remember <laughs> him just looking at my high little eyes and being like, hey, you're wasting your parents' time. What are you doing? You're, he was like, you're kind of wasting my time. And I respect him so much because he was so cool. He's this cool 70s hippie. And I was like. I don't want to waste your time. And he's like, you're also like, your parents like pay for you to go to school. You know that. And they pay remember, taxes. It's not a private school, but yeah. It's not they, a private school, but they, yeah. but supplies, driving me, lunch. They're and I remember just being like, yeah, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I getting so high every day? Yes, yes. And um, yeah, it was really, there were literally times where I would be so high in school that I would kind of wig out and teachers would see it and be like, I don't think you're feeling too well. Maybe we should have you go home. <laughs> like, it was like you would be caught. Nobody humiliated you. That was the big thing. Nobody they just humiliated help. you. Yeah, they're not like, I caught you, yeah. you little stoner. They'd be like, well, Jordan's needs are different from the other students' yeah. needs right now because Jordan is in an altered state. Let's get her to the nurse. Yeah. Let's get her a glass of water, so many maybe naps a nap. The nurses, yeah. Yeah, maybe a nap for the nurse. I think, though, didn't wasn't the nurse there like only once a week? Was your nurse there every day? They had some weird problem Barbara, with the nurse when it, I was there. Yeah, was it Michaela? My friend Michaela was. I can't remember. Um, there was a. I wish I had a perfect memory of ACS to share with you because there's a lot of details. Yeah, Barbara. I don't know what happened to her, but she was there every day. And my friend had like bad depression, so would just take like a sad nap in her office that she let her do every day. And she ended up being the one to graduate. My friend, like she was like, I know her. The nurse. Very, yeah, it was very <laughs> cute. Yeah, Barbara. I mean, Barbara would. I would be in the bathroom washing my hands, and I would hear a person come into Barbara's into the nurse's office and be like, "I need a tampon, or, or I'm bleeding out, or something." And Barbara would be like, "Jordan is not done washing her hands. We're gonna wait <laughs> because she knew if she disrupted the thing, it would fuck me all up." It was very. It's fucking. I. I mean, I would even consider moving back to Ithaca if I had a kid. Yeah. 
just so that they could go to that school. Have a school. chance to get into that school. Yeah. My parents kind of forced me to do it, too, because I was so troubled. Or because I was such a piece of shit. I mean, oh, I, yeah. So, well, yeah, talk about that. What was the um, – before we're wrapping up, what's the uh, what was the impetus for you getting in there? Because your other t- sister didn't go there. I was weird. My sister was a just very – she did all the sports. She did all of the academics. She was a very good she's kid. Older. Yeah, she's six uh, years older. so typical. And I was so social, and I was such a troublemaker. And I was just always wanted to be around people, and I always wanted to be having conversations. And I – I would get in trouble all the time because somebody would be like, you can't do this. I remember I would jump the fence all the time and run home from elementary school. <laughs> and they would call my mom and they'd be like, Jordan ran home again. And my mom would be like, it's okay. She's here with me. She said that she just wanted to come home. Yeah. And they'd be like, she can't do that. My mom would be like, I don't, I don't, I'm busy. I don't care about you. She can do what she wants. Right, you know my what kid's mean? here now. Yeah. So my mom was very much like, you can kind of raise yourself if you don't trust authority. So be it. I don't really trust authority either. Fuck the system. And then, you know, because of that, when I it was time to go to middle school, they were like, my mom was like, this kid's going to sink yeah. to the bottom if yeah. she goes to one of these schools because yeah. she doesn't believe in doing any ho- – she doesn't believe – and I think my mom was like, I don't know if I believe in this shit. Like, I just watched Jamie, my sister, have so much stressful homework as a little kid. Like, she was like, let's just put her in the lottery. And I was like, no, I want to go to this big school where all my friends are going – and then my best friend was like, I'll, I'm going to apply to ACS. So I was like, okay, I'll apply to ACS. And then we both got in. Nice. It was so nice. I remember when she got in and I hadn't heard yet. It was so scary. And then we both got in and it was a very uh, joyful thing. But at first I was very resistant. I was like, I don't know what that is. I, w- I just want to be with the normal kids. But yeah, then I got in. Thank God. I mean, I, I don't know what would have happened if I had gone to post. I mean, maybe I would have done better. And I don't think so, though. I was really... If somebody's like, do this, I, my immediate thing was like, why? Explain to me why. And they'd be like, because I said so. And I'd be like, ooh, that's not going to fly with me. <laughs> I've raised myself since I was two. Not like, good enough. Yeah. No, thank you. Uh, I just want to cry talking about I it. I know. It's, it's so making nice. me want to go. Like, it's making me like, what are you doing? What are you? What do you? What the hell are you doing with your life? Fucking work hard on going back to ACS. And it's also like there. we've only cu- touched like the like the, think about like the dark room, the amphitheater. There's the guy who believed in aliens who took care of the whole place who died of cancer. There's the trees that were put. There's this winter solstice, where we would all throw our wishes into a fire. There's the and we would all have dinner together there's fall retreat i was at the fall retreat i loved fall it retreat is i mean loved it it's the best place in the whole world where you just stay in all these cabins with your family group and you just like sit around a fire you tell stories there's like morning meetings which were amazing the teachers play music they're all in a band together of course and they yep. play music and stuff oh street band instead of orchestra Whoa, what's if you that? Were, you could be in the orchestra, which was like you had, there was like, we owned like three violins and three trombones or something. Or you could be in street band if you weren't a nerd, but you wanted to play music, which I was in, where there was literally like an electric guitar and you do a performance that was like Fuck a rock yeah. and roll show. So cool. It's the coolest place. It's the best. I had a kid, one of my students was selling pop brownies at the fall retreat mm-hmm. and he was suspended. So I guess there's some sort of thing there, where he yeah, was suspended. Yeah, yeah. There are some... You can get suspended, but it's like pretty difficult. Yeah, yeah, you gotta be selling drugs. I think you also can. If I think you can plea against suspension, like there were some kids that their kids were like, "You can't suspend my kid. I can't stay home with them." And they were like, "All right, fine, then we'll figure it out." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he started, but he was like, he started like really like uh, like 
hammering down during his suspension. He started doing some amazing work, like because he didn't know what the other kids were doing, and so I'd be like, "Do this work," and then he'd bring back great work to me because he all he was at home. And I go, I think, my, "I think my best student is suspended right now." Wow! I think my best student was selling pot brownies at well, Fall he's Retreat. Smart for making money. <laughs> Get that paper hustle. That's um, awesome, though. Yeah, I wonder about the homeschooling thing all the time. Oh God, would you homeschool? I don't think I could homeschool. I wouldn't homeschool, but I just I want to know like the sociology behind, or the, not the sociology, but the statistics behind it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what amount of homeschoolers have like are extroverted or introverted or scared of disease or yeah, you know what I mean? Or like yeah. pedophiles or whatever. You know what I mean? It's the socialization as, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. I'm very curious. Assuming you can do a great education on your own, which is that's that's a big assumption, but like even that perfectly done. How are you gonna get them socialized? I know you give them there's groups and whatever, and you, but you probably go to church a lot if you're uh, yeah. homeschooling your kid. Yeah. Typically. Do you ha did you have a lot of beef with students because you were temporary? Because we love to beef with people that. Um, remember. I had a couple kids. I did a good job of ingratiating myself to them uh, right away. It's pretty. I mean, I think you, you, being 25 makes you pretty cool in the eyes of. Yeah. Uh, high schoolers, and you also like I I had bought in like I like I told them like I'm here by choice also like uh, I am okay. also here because I love what's going on here so yeah. I, I'm also like go ACS pride so it was pretty easy right away I I I, I got sent to the principal's office for um, telling a kid to shut up one time because he kept yelling suck my dick at me um, and I I lost my shit and I said shut up and then he, he was like I'm telling and he told the principal on me I had to go to the principal who wasn't it was definitely a temporary principal because she wasn't the normal person yeah um but i got in trouble uh for saying shut up oh uh, you got a yellow flag i don't know what i had i don't know i don't know he went and the principal uh, had you come in i went he went to the principal told it he left the classroom told on me principal came to the classroom can i see you for a second <gasps> um i had to go that's acs it was man awful. that's fucking it was rules. awful and i went home and i cried i cried that day for sure because he was just screaming, suck my dick, suck my yeah, dick. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, like, shut up. And it's like, teaching does, like, run you ragged. Like, yeah. even if it is, like, a nice school like that, it's like, you're just doing a million things. It's like you have 30 kids. So you're like, you need this, you need that. Like, filling all those needs, like we're talking about, yeah. is very stressful because it's, like, whack-a-mole. Like, this kid needs something that's, well, this needs, kid needs something more. You know, Jordan's in the bathroom with mm -hmm. this, but, you know, the other kid has needs, too. So you're spread very thin. And it can, and, I uh, mean, so many teachers just cry. There's like, no boundaries. Would, yeah, there's no boundaries. Yeah. And you're just a chew toy for kids. They just <laughs> spit you out. It, because you're just, like, you are the authority. And you're also, like, have to be a goober. You know what I mean? Like, you have to be a little bit, like... You can't be as cool. You know what I mean? You can't be like, trust me, I'm cool. I just, well, I will eat the weed brownies later. Exactly. After I take them away from I you. I know. So you have to be this like herb also. Right. In the cool place. You do it like, okay, there are some rules though. Like, please be here at 930. Yeah. Like, there are some rules. Yeah. Um. But it's a great. Yeah. It's I'm great glad there, this is a, this is a, we had no, we had no debate about it. There's no conflict with this podcast. It's just all positive about yeah. this beautiful school in Ithaca. So that's the plug. If you're in Ithaca and you have children. Get them in the laundry. Get them in there. Or do I don't know how the fuck they set it up, but try to set this thing up at, in your own school district. It must have been a headache to set this up. Public funding. I know it. Public funding. Yeah, it must have been. I, I mean, it was in the seventies, right? That it got started yeah. by Dave Lehman and Judy, his wife. Doctor Dave. So sweet. That must have been their, like their life's work. It must have been. It must have been a lot of work. A lot of work. The, the mascot is a blue ox because of the story where a guy 
decided to bury his blue ox. Yeah, somebody dug a hole and they put the ox into it. And this guy was trying to bury the blue ox to kill it. And they would put the dirt on it and the blue ox would shake it off. And he'd pat it down and he'd rise to the top until at the end he just walks away. That's why it's a blue ox. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's the story. I guess there's a lot of metaphors you could apply to that. We're all a blue ox. Don't try and bury us. Yeah. We'll pat it down. Rise to the top. Rise to the top. All right, Jordan. Anything else? Uh... Me and Michael Rowland are going on tour in September. Oh, the best. Michael Rowland is the absolute best. He's the best. Man. I miss him so much. He's gone. He's been gone for what? A week? It's so long. <laughs> it sucks. Don't tell him that. I hate you. I hate Michael He's Rowland. He's so such a beautiful soul and like so fun. I love I love that finding people who are like you know, comedy heroes for me and then also like personal heroes and like the way they lead their life yeah. is um he so loves meeting you. him God, I'm glad. He really changed his life. He loves you so much. Oh, my God. Uh, that is so great. Yeah, he talks it's about it all mutual. the time. It's mutual. You guys have a spiritual connection. Yeah, dude. My desert brother. I woke up with him trying to fart into my butt the other day. That's how I woke <laughs> up. So we also have a some sort of connection. I know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we're, we're like friends in law. Yeah, yeah. We've got a common bond. Um, okay, follow me on Instagram. Jordan Jensen, LOL, stop. Jordan Jensen, LOL, stop. Yep. Check her out. See ya. Jordan Jensen. That's Jordan. We had we t- did that whole talk on a we were on a swing on a porch on a porch swing in Flatbush, Brooklyn. So check out the Instagram if you want to see what kind of situation we were in. And that's a that's a Brooklyn place. They have an interesting Brooklyn spot in Flatbush. Anyway, it's LOL. Jordan, <laughs> Jordan's on Instagram at LOL. Wait, sorry, at Jordan Jensen LOL stop, which is a fun Instagram handle. Um, she always puts up very funny things. So check her out. Uh, she's all over New York. If you ever have an opportunity to see Jordan, I highly, highly recommend it. Very funny comedian. And thanks for listening. Our theme song was written and performed by Mr. Steve Gerard. He does a thing called Crown Blue Music, who's you're going to love. He's moving to New York City, by the way. So if you want to uh, be his friend, uh, reach out to Steve Gerard. Um, and our logo uh, was designed by Rudy Schultz. Rudy Schultz is a graphic designer. He's amazing. He he can do a very similar thing for you, so hit him up. And thanks for listening. I'll catch you next week. You're the best. Bye-bye.